Hey everyone, it is Christine Conti and Brian Prendergast, and we are Two Fit Crazies and the microphone. We're where it's at. Christine is coming off a stellar performance, stellar, unbelievably stellar performance at uh, the Chicago Marathon last weekend. Why, thank a, you. We are uh, today is what the thirteenth Friday, the thirteenth yes. of October, and I was uh, so it was last Sunday. So we're. Uh, we're going to get a little recap today from Miss Conti about uh, what she's, uh, how the race went, how uh, her time in Chicago was, everything from top to bottom, and you know, really what she did leading up to the race that allowed her to run such a fantastic, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's all relative. It's all relative. People say, "Oh, how do you do this or that?" and and I say, "Well." It, I can't perform open heart surgery. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> so, you know, it's really just, you know, what, what time you put into it to prepare. And, um, you know, Brian and I talk all the time about you do the things that you love and, and it doesn't seem like work. It's actually a, a wonderful thing. And people are like, oh, that running the, that amount or this, but you love it. And it's, oh, you kidding? it's something that, um, that we're passionate about, but yeah, we're, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we'll talk a little about Chicago today. I know that I just got back from there and, and, um, Brian and I have very different backgrounds about how we train for races. And, um, it's something you agree with one of us or disagree. Um, people have a lot to say about how you train and what you should be doing and, what you shouldn't be doing and the word rest that I don't really understand um, too often, which everyone says you really need rest, which you do sometimes. Um, but, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was a great race. If you get a chance to run Chicago, it is a flat course. It is fast. Um, I roll in. I don't really prepare a lot. I'm not going to lie. Um, I look at the race course the night before Um this is something that running for me is something that I like to enjoy. I do it as a hobby. I'm not getting paid billions yet. I don't know if it's coming, but um, <laughs> when I roll up to a race, I refuse to be nervous. So, so the, the millions and billions are coming because we're going to write a book on how you train for these marathons and, and, and really how you train and then how you go out and perform. It's, to me, it's it's amazing, and I and I said to you, I think in text, uh, you know, I, I think I wrote you a text like, you know, real runners hate you, <laughs> um, and I and and to know Christine is to love her. I mean, she's she's exactly as she sounds, uh, you know, over over your airwaves here, but she is, uh, you know, she works her butt off in a very particular way that really isn't running or traditionally how you would prepare for a marathon and then she goes out and runs a marathon with a time of 309 309 59 right yeah. 309 so a sub Got in there a sub <laughs> 310 marathon i'll take it a sub 310 marathon which breaks down to like what what's the per mile pace it's like 710 711 pace seven mile. minutes and 10 seconds per mile uh which is it's unbelievable. It's fast. Do you know what place you came in at the marathon? Anything? We'll have to I look it up. I think there was like 40,000 or so. It's and the th second or third. I think it's the second largest marathon in the country. I want to say maybe I was the 140th woman or something like right. that. Right. So Out of maybe like 22,000 women or something. I'm <laughs> right. not sure. Right. So 
this is what we're talking about. We have an insanely gifted runner who doesn't really run <laughs> all I, that much. It's funny because people say, you know, oh, Christine, you're a runner. And I'm like, I'm not a runner. I right. was a volleyball player growing up. I played field hockey. I did different things. I was just an athlete. I always exactly. say, I'm just an athlete. I, I'm not a runner. I'm, you know, Brian and I talked about being sport, sport specific as a child and things like that. You may never know what you shine at until you actually try a million different things. And um, for me, it's funny because I, I still to this day say I'm not a runner. Right. People are like, okay, Christine, you're a runner. I and, I don't and, think of myself as a runner. And I even hesitate to say like a real runner would, would right. you know, like that was my joke. This I, I, Christine is most certainly a real runner. Actually, the great Bart Yasso, the uh, running ambassador, he says, I, I you know, I never met a fake runner. Uh, you know, if you run, you're a runner. And, and I agree. I mean, there's, you know, there's anybody that, you know, goes out and runs is, is mostly a runner. And I use that line myself, you know, Oh, I'm not a runner. I'm not a real runner. I never met a fake runner. So, um, you know, if you run, you you're a runner, uh, you know, and it, and it's just, it's just, um, you know, she is a real runner. She, uh, she just shows up at races occasionally and blows the doors off the things. And, um, you know, and, and it's, um, it's it's one of those things where you know I have I have friends of mine and and people that either you know I run with or people that I train um, that you know or people that I know through running that would kill to run that time on that course and they bust their behinds in a running specific way to get to you know they would do that in order to run that time. And I, what I'm trying to get at here is that Christine, it's not like Christine just rolls out of bed and shows up and then and then goes out and, you know, and, and uh, puts on her Wonder Woman outfit. <laughs> she really does that, by the way. I uh, did wear my Wonder Woman headband this time. The headband. All right. I at least the headband that, on this one. And uh, it's her persona. OK, uh, so, you know, she most certainly more than maybe anybody I know busts her ass training. Right. It's just not in a run specific way. Um, whereas I would take like when I'm setting up for a marathon, I look at it and I, you know, I take usually, you know, a few weeks of build up. But I'm looking at a good 16 weeks of pretty specific training, um, pacing and fast runs, slow runs, middle runs, long distance runs. You and know, I'm and just starting to understand when you show me your you know, your training, like I am just starting to understand. Oh, okay. So, Oh, okay. You do this. Why? It's just a different, any part of that schedule. You can point to me and say, why do you do that? And I can give you the answer for it. You know, like it's, there is very specific things to do for, for all of it. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, you know, training the body, training energy systems, just really getting miles on my feet, you know, whatever these things are. I mean, I, I can, I can really look and, and, and explain every single bit of it. And, you know, it's 16 <laughs> weeks, you know, sometimes like I'm on a short one right now because I was a little injured and I wanted to kind of get back into it quickly. So I'm on like a 12 week right now. But it is one of those things where I joke sometimes like I kiss my wife and my kids goodbye and I go off on a mission, you know, for 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 this. You know, there's certain things you put life aside kind of sometimes to train for these things. And uh, here comes Conti, you know, showing up with a cup of coffee at the starting line. Even Facebook lived from the starting line. <laughs> I, you have to have fun. It's we talk fun. about this. It is. It's, 
I um, actually flew out to Chicago. This is a great example. I flew out to Chicago to meet a, a girlfriend I went to high school with. And um, we we met up. We had dinner the night before. And she's like, all right, Christine, I got to be in bed. I've been eating pasta out of my pocketbook all night. I did this. I did this. I did this. I did this. And we go to dinner. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have a glass of wine. And she's like, <gasps> I'm like, well, I, I need to relax. Like, it just, you know, with my dinner. She's like, well, you're going to have a big plate of pasta I'm like I don't normally eat pasta I'm gonna have my chicken my you know my what I normally do and she's like and I said by the way what time are you want to get up tomorrow so my start was 7 30 and she was a little bit later she's like well I'm gonna get up I'm gonna I have my alarm set for 2 a.m. where I'm gonna have a little carb snack and then to keep my system going and then I'm gonna get up at five the late five the latest yeah five the latest no four I'm gonna get up at four and I'm like excuse me She's like, don't you want to get up and get ready and get showered and stretch and eat? And and I said, if you wake me up any earlier than 5.30, I will stab you. She's like, but you start at 7.30. I'm like, yeah. I'd like to get up at like 6, maybe, roll out of bed. I don't know, put my clothes on, wander down there. I said, I just want to roll up at the start and run. I said, I don't want to be waiting around. I'm not warming up. I got down to my corral. There are people like running around because I start right after the elite people and everyone's in there like stretching and running. And I'm like, what I'm, we're going to, we have a lot of energy to expense. I'm like, I'm just going to sit on the curb for a couple minutes until the a- anthem comes. And then maybe I'll, maybe I'll stretch. <laughs> I don't know. Just, but it's, but it's that relaxed feeling of like health is such a gift. I know I was walking into the crowd with a couple people and they're like, what do you think you're going to do in your time? And do you have goals? And I'm like, a, my goal is the same every race not to die, not to die. (laughs) And I know that sounds awful, but A, I don't want to die. B, I just want to make it healthy through a race where I feel good. Right. Feel good. Right. And if it's a PR one day, fantastic. If it's not, I don't PR every time I run. I mean, it's the day. It's the way the wind blows. It's the, how many bathroom stops. And yes, I had two at this one. I was going to ask. That was on the list. Never run a race without stopping at least once. (laughs) I don't care what I eat, what I do. I think it's nerves. At this point, I think it's mental. I I mean, I can keep going, but I'm just like. Sub 310 with two Porto stops. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think this stops help. I don't know. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's part of the gig. Yeah, it's not even, you know? I don't even sit. I mean, it's not like I'm like taking a, you know, hanging out in the border potty, taking a rest. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, just, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's part of the, part of the day. I like run in, run out, grab water from the water person who doesn't even see me. And they're like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I was saying, you know, everyone's got their own thing. You know, my, my friend was like up, eight hours early like literally she was poking me like christine are you gonna get up and i'm like i open my eyes and she's like <laughs> full makeup totally done ready to yeah but not for like three makeup. hours and i'm like what's happening <laughs> like, did, did you stab her <laughs> no because she let me she let me go until five fifteen before she started poking me but i'm like this is even oh i got like two hours like what whoa all right so on the podcast we often talk about getting real Mm-hmm. Right. And getting real. And what you just heard is really, really Christine. I mean, this is her. This is this is I mean, I, I, I honestly, you guys, you know, to know her is to love her. There isn't ego involved in this. This isn't anything where she's really like saying, ah, you know, it's like la di da. I just do it. And it's like this is really how she approaches marathon running. Right. I don't think it's how she, you know, like if she tried it any other way might not work quite so well it's fascinating to me 
It's fascinating <laughs> to me. Ten days out from the marathon, I'm like, did you check the weather yet, Christine? You know, because that's how I roll. Brian was making me nervous. <laughs> like, I actually said to him, he was like, what do you think about this? What do, blah, blah, blah. What do, you, do you have a game plan? And I'm like, um, yeah. you're making me anxious, <laughs> so we may not be able to talk about this. And I think that you're more nervous than I am, which I think you were. Which is awesome. I, I love it. I love this stuff, right? First of all, like, I love it. I tuned in. I watched Chicago. I watched the marathon. I watched every, you know, as much as I could of it. And, um. You know, and and I, I was actually supposed to run the Chicago Marathon. I, I was registered. I was signed up. I had uh, I had a little bit of a knee issue that I had to rehab early in the summer, like through like May and June. So I my 16 week window or so, like I couldn't really I didn't feel like I was getting the work in. I didn't feel like I was going to be prepared as much as I usually like to be going into these races. And uh, so I deferred uh, and I pushed back uh, uh, and I'm going to run something a little bit later. Um <coughs> Philadelphia Marathon. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm gonna make Brian so nervous <laughs> before. Oh my gosh, oh my you're gosh, gonna man. make me nervous. No, I and, and you know, the, I get you know not nervous. I I mean I'm I'm not like unapproachable. It's like excited. Or, 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 like, you it's get excited. excited. I do. I get. I get. It's 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 a good anxiousness that uh, you know our anxiety that comes from um, usually not running quite so much like the week or two before uh, 10 days out from the marathon and running a little bit less and having way more energy and then the weather forecast comes into play and all right how's that going to change things and you know i analyze things i, I you know for this like probably not more than anything else in my life well, it's like a, it's like a hobby it's something you care right. about and yeah. you, and it's almost it's like a challenge so right. i think it's a, a cool thing because you really do have to put together all these parts right if you're going to run a great race there are so many different dynamics right. that come into play could be like you stub your toe the day before and now you you know you feel like you can't put pressure and put your weight on your right you know foot yeah. the same way it's it's really mental i i yeah a couple of years ago before new york i was sick as a dog like drove myself to the uh emergency walk-in clinic like on i think it was monday or tuesday and the race was on sunday and i was like oh my gosh like bad enough but i was just i was i was sick i had one 100 and something fever and i was just like just give me anything to get i just bust my ass for right. you know 16 18 weeks or whatever it is my build-up was for it i had really trained very hard for that one and i was ready to rumble and ready to go and then i was you know had this crazy weird thing that happened to me i've had some phantom injuries and things like that come up before uh, certain races too uh, so for those of you that, that, that don't know that that are listening to this um part of what will happen is you'll train for well sorry most people will train for like a very you know build-up block uh, and then the last week or two, you know, or maybe three in some cases, uh, is what's called the taper. You taper down. Your mileage comes down. You get ready for the, you know, you get the rest that your body needs. Um, you try and keep things active uh, as much as you can. But, you know, really you're not doing any more long runs. You're not doing anything. You're kind of just preparing your body uh, for the big event, the big race. So uh, people, when this happens, they go through just like, really crazy strange psychological it's almost like things. depression like you're you become depressed because you get so hooked on the adrenaline and the dopamine and everything that gets released they from call all these workouts it, they call it the taper blues yeah all right and people have actually done like college thesis is like doctorates on the taper blues because it's like a psychological thing like why does this happen it happens like to a lot of people i was talking somebody down off the bridge <laughs> um so to speak uh on facebook yesterday 
girl. She's got actually an ultra coming up. Uh, oh she's a friend of mine. She's going to go out for, I think it's a 12-hour race, 12-hour run. And, I got nothing uh, on that yeah, so no, far. She's got a 12-hour run. Like this, All relative, next, we talked next, about. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks, and then she's doing a 100-mile. When are we after. doing that? I don't know. I don't know. When I'm old. Oh, please. <laughs> when I grow up. Uh, <laughs> uh, not not anytime soon. I got a, I got a few more fast ones in there, okay. I think. So, uh, so w- anyway, with getting back to this taper, you know, it really sends people, there's, you know, people react differently. Very, you're running less, so you have more energy. Um, you know, you kind of will question whether or not you've done enough training. You know, have I done enough to really do what I want to do? That, let, you know, that pace seems really hard. Am I going to be able to hold it for 26 That I do miles? do. That I have to say. Every yeah. time I roll up to a race, I'm like, I'm not ready. The day yeah. before, I freak. I'm like, I'm not ready. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, you're probably... <laughs> every every race I always feel the same way. I don't yeah. really know what I'm doing. And that's you know, it's it's, it's like normal. so common and that's what I tried to express to the to uh Nicole yesterday. Uh it, it was that you know, you're, that means you're ready. Like you're you're right where you need to be. You've been busting your butt and you've really put a lot of time and effort and and passion into this and it probably means that you're, you know, you're right where you need to be. Um you know, you're about to do something really big and of course that's going to make you nervous for better or worse. So like there's you know the, the, there's that um, you know I usually will end up with like a knot in my calf or something like that that I'm like will rush off to the active release uh, guy to try and stretch me out and just try and you know make things happen. I'll, um, last year, last time I ran Boston, I had like um, <laughs> I had like the the KT tape all on my calf, and you know I get out and I start running, and I feel fine. <laughs> I looked. I honestly, I wore. <laughs> I had on on the in Boston. I think I wore comp socks, compression socks, like high, the the knee highs, and had tape on my hamstring. I think. I mean, I looked like a mashie. Okay, if, see, if, if I had another duct thing. tape, I'm sure that a lot of it was psychological. I think all of that stuff is psychological. Yeah. I'm really sorry, no, scientists no, and hey. science and everybody else that's out there. Because listen, don't tell anybody. I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. <laughs> I've got flaws. So this is what's fascinating to me. This is what fascinates me so much is that I I won't I like if I had an ounce of Christine Conti in me, which is just like, hey, rolling up, this is what we're doing, you know, I would be forever grateful for it. And and I think that like on the flip side of that is like, you know, I would certainly benefit from it, right? The flip side of it is, you know, would Christine benefit from you know, a little bit more structure in training and, and, you know, like what would happen? What would that 310 be? What would that, I'm sorry, 309. What yeah, would thanks. that 309 be, you know, with like really structured training and workouts and things that are a little predictive, you know, a little would bit more. Would it be more? worse? I mean, for me that I'm curious as to, would that really mess me up because yeah. of, I train so hard with plyometrics and yeah. I do short, fast runs. Right. That's what I do. Shorter, faster, but then really kill it with plyometrics where you're in that anaerobic state a lot more than if you're just a straight, you know, really you're going for a run. You're not going to be an anaerobic. For, you're going to die. Right. Um, so playing with the, the heart rate zones, I think, helps me because I go out when I ran Chicago even. Number one, it was, you know, everyone's like, it's going to be, it's hot. I mean, the weather was a little warm, but every time I go through a water station, I actually did take water. My This is my my mental thing. Yeah. So I take, if for anyone who wants any ideas of what I do, 
I take a Gatorade cup when I don't really drink Gatorade, but right. I do in the races. That's what they give Absolutely. you, whatever. So I take a Gatorade cup. I take a teeny sip, chuck it. Then I grab a cup of water, dump the first cup or half of it over my head, and then take a sip, spit some out, and then take another sip, throw it. That is my every mile and every, a half. That every, is exactly my I'm the same thing. way. We have that in common. Like, and... Um, I think it's, you know, everyone's got their own kind of yeah. neuroses or whatever you do, but you do what works for you. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I do that too. I think that it's just for me more, more than anything, I, I kind of think like I'm just topping off fluids as I go every time, you know, a, as I go, I, I try to drink as much. I drink a lot of fluids on the, on the, on the, uh, on the race course. And I do, you know, again, Gatorade would never be my you know, potion of choice, but that's what they have, uh, you know, and, and, uh, you know, so I, I drink a lot of it. I've actually come off of marathons, uh, and been like really sugary high. That's like, what I feel like too. And this like, like grossed out, like by all the, you know, by the sugar, but you, you know, need it. I was strong late in the races. So that's, uh, that's what it's there for. Um, so getting back though, really quickly to the plyometrics part of this, cause this is something that I think, you know, Christine is 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 involved with with um, Ply Yoga, mm-hmm. right? And how many classes of Ply Yoga do you teach a week? You know what it is. I do maybe maybe two Ply Yoga classes, which is the yoga as an act of recovery with the plyometrics, right. which again is muscle extension, muscle elongation, your strength, your agility, and then the yoga you're getting the balance and flexibility. And I feel like that makes a huge difference and not just runners, but for anyone in their hips. Yes. Huge. Um, but then in addition to that, I do a lot of hit training where I will do not yoga as an active recovery. Maybe you're on, instead of doing a regular like Tabata, if you know what those workouts are, it's like, you know, 20 seconds on 10 seconds off. Well, I started realizing 20 seconds. I can't even 20 seconds. That's <laughs> So I may do an interval for a minute. Yeah. Going hard. Right. That minute, I'll take myself to anaerobic and then maybe take 10 seconds to transition and do something else, whether it's the same thing or yeah. where you're right back at it for 60 minutes straight. That yeah. 60 minutes straight, <laughs> you're you're tired. You're, I mean, I mean, I'll put some kettlebells in it or things like that. Right. But you, you work. And that 60 minutes might equal three hours of running at a constant pace. Sure. So when I think of going out, and this is what I was saying with Chicago, I went out... You know, again, it was a little warm, but it wasn't bad. You take it, and, and Brian says, you know, too, with breathing. You talk about breathing and yeah. your cadence when you run. If you're out of breath when you're running for a long time, you're running too fast. Right. So for me, I think, okay, if I'm going uphill. I'm going to get out of breath a little bit, but I'm going to recover on the way down, bring my heart rate back, or bring your breathing back. And um, through the yoga, through these plyometrics, you really get a good idea of your breath and your heart rate. And for me, I don't know that it's, I don't know that I need the long running as that I am so aware of my breath and right. of what I can do and what, what is too much that I can push and hold back. So even for Chicago, when we end in, you know, Brian was like, oh, good job. And I was like, actually, there was an expletive in my response, but I'm like, that was great. But I felt like I could have gone faster and I held back. And that was the plan, though. The plan was not to burn out. But then when I finished, I knew that I could have gone left in the faster. Tank. Yeah. And that pisses me off, anything else. But 
because you know and you learn and, every time in life yeah. that you do things. But and it's not like you can go out and do another right, one next but weekend. Just let me do the last six miles over again, real fast. Hold right. on. Um, but I think that is something as an athlete, as a runner, as anything. The more you're aware and you know your body, the better you're going to be able to perform at anything. Sure. And that was something running Chicago that I sat there and. and I always say you get to mile 13 and that's when the race begins. Yeah. I always say that. I'm like, all right, now let's race. And how actually, do you feel? They actually say like the common thing in marathon running is that the race, that, you know, half, halfway is mile 20. You know, when you get to mile 20, you're halfway done. <laughs> if the, you know, because it's, it's when everything changes, you know, usually. Um, yeah. If usually, you train, you feel good at mile 13. Oh, yeah. And then. No, that's, that's easy breezy. You know, you're, you're still kind of cruising. Yeah, yeah, eighteen, twenty, things like that. Usually, start I say check getting, in, yeah. check in at thirteen with yourself. How do you feel? Right. Okay, and then I say, all right, let's make it to sixteen. Yeah, six, and well, this time I kept, I stayed back. I had a plan. I wasn't gonna. I tried to run even splits, which I never even knew what that meant before a couple of years ago. <laughs> which means you run pretty even mile minutes. <laughs> all right, just to put that in perspective, just to put that in perspective, I run a marathon pace even split run every single week of my training leading up to the marathon i ran one this morning uh you know i ran nine miles at marathon pace effort uh you know to to get to get ready and she's just figuring this stuff out Wait, so okay it gets even better this is the best part that for anyone out there and this is really important if you're still listening um in chicago i didn't know this but i have a running watch i got a couple years ago and it tells you the mile like how fast you run each mile gps I highly recommend it for anyone. It was like a game changer. I was like, oh my gosh, I actually know what I'm doing. Um, and you, when you go out, a lot of us run and we look at it because it gives us an idea of what we're doing. Are we pushing too hard or not? And I roll up to the start line and someone's like, by the way, do you know your GPS watch isn't going to work today, right? And I'm like, excuse me? This, I'm at the start line. Yeah, um, the signals bounce off the buildings and it doesn't really work, so it's not going to give you an accurate. Chicago's known for that. I'm like, Okay, I didn't know this. Thank you, Brian's like. Oh, <laughs> I left I that part out. You. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I don't know. So I roll up and I'm like, YOLO. All right. So I'm, <laughs> I set my watch. It told me the entire race that I was either running a 7:30 pace or a 9:45 minute mile. Just a mess. No idea what the hell I was doing, which is why you need to know your body. Yeah. So you know, even at the end, I knew what my. I knew the time, but listen, I'm not a mathematician. I can't figure out every single yeah. freaking like split between. Especially what, late, trying to do what, some math. Forget, forget it. it. Forget it. So I thought that was One thing that I do in that, in that case is that they have the, each mile is marked, right? So when you go, you know, you run through mile 12 or mile 8, whatever, there's a big banners or something that'll tell you that you've, that you've reached that mile marker. I hit the split on my watch and I'll just see what that mile was. And usually they're pretty close within a couple seconds of of each other, you know, depending on the terrain of the race and things like that. But, uh, yeah. It's funny that someone told me to do that and I didn't understand what they were trying to explain to me. Thank you. It's like a whole different setting on the, it's a whole different setting on the watch. And if you're not like ready for it, yeah, yeah, you would have to kind of set that up. Um, yeah. My mind is being blown. So how was Chicago? How were the crowds? Amazing. Yeah. Like the whole way. It, the only, Crowd, I think, um, running Boston a year after the bombing, those yeah. crowds were unreal. Boston, there was like 150. Anytime. Nope, during the storm. During, I will, yeah. During a storm in Boston, there was like no one on the race no course. No one on the race they course. They were like, yeah. hey. That was, yeah. Um, but that was an amazing crowd. I would say it was bigger than um, the New York crowds. New York crowds? Yeah. New York's, got some, New York's got some dead spots in right. it. 
where there's just there's there's not a lot of, of crowded people. I mean, you hit those First Avenue and it's it's wild, but uh, there are times after First Avenue when it starts to get really hard where you're going into the Bronx and things and it's just not as crowded. Uh, Chicago is, I think, it's one of the top four as far as number of runners. Um, it's New York is the biggest, and then I think it's Chicago. Um, New, uh, Boston is usually up there. Uh, Marine Corps Marathon in, in D.C. Mm-hmm. Is, is always a big one. And then I think Honolulu has been putting uh, big numbers out lately. So it's like those are the top four. I think L.A. is kind of coming around too. So, I mean, domestically here we're talking. Uh, there's some big marathons around Berlin. I'll go to Honolulu. I'd like to yeah. do that. Do that one. And the Great warm. Wall in China. Yeah. Warm, whatever. It's I weak. have a friend that did the Great Wall in China. It's not a race, though. That That's an adventure. Everything is a race, Brian. <laughs> Everything is a competition. I mean, that's like, yeah, that that was uh, one. They it was they said it was a lot harder. This is a very fit person. Um, I think I have two friends that actually did that, and uh, but the one person I'm thinking of, you know, he was he uh, said it was hard. It's a hilly terrain. Okay, how the hell did they build? Let's that go thing? back to this. Rich Roll did yeah. five Ironmans in seven days out in Hawaii. He yeah. wasn't complaining. Uh, he's a he's a different he's like the he's like the male version of Christine Conti. Please. <laughs> and everything's a competition. When I unload the dishwasher, it's a competition <laughs> with myself. So so that's what that's what makes her tick, right? So this is what we're talking about. What do we have here? And because it's fascinating to me, and you know, we've talked about being experiments of one, right? And what you know, if 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 I as somebody who runs a whole lot to get ready for a marathon, if I did more uh, training in the style that Christine does, where would that leave me? If Christine did more of what I kind of do, like where would that like lead, lead leave her? Um, you know, so I, it's coming just, in it's, the future. It's, We're gonna... it's fascinating. Like I, I told her, I said, I'm willing to Guinea pig. Like I'll, I'll take the next marathon, not this one, but I'll take the next one. You can, you can, have your way and and uh you know we'll do not gonna we'll like do me. more plyo well listen in exchange you've got to run a, a, a marathon my way here. that's fine and then you're not gonna like me no and and, and I'm, this you know we'll, we'll just kind of like i think i think personally i think that you know it, that she's onto something here i think that 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 getting your heart rate up in ways that isn't running and and definitely develops strength in ways that would benefit running like we're talking a lot of bounding which is all running is it's a series of bounds i mean we're but just less repetitions of that same movement right that's my thing is we're that talking foot i'm sick of people being hurt I've, every day i hear a different thing by the way i just heard another story someone broke their back doing crossfit anyway okay. um <laughs> needless to say it's on the next that over that over i just had a conversation with a guy i'm like oh no 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 i didn't even talk about the podcast i said oh i'm so sorry but um the running i mean there every day there's another person right i can't run anymore i'm taking a couple months off because of this and this and this runners get injured well, a lot and and one of the reasons is that is that there are very steadfast and they're very hard-headed and they don't do a lot of the other things it's like sagittal I t- plane you're only working the sagittal you're right. plane you're right everything else is like those oh. hips get weak and everything goes from below the belt they they, they run into those troubles the hips by the way yeah so brian had said like with my gait when i run looks a little like my hip might be you know a little my left hip might be a little tight so 
as I'm running Chicago. I, I am an observer. How do I learn in life? I look. I look for people that are doing sure. things great and I try and emulate them. That's how I started running and just looked at people who were good and tried to do what they do. So this time I, I was running and there's some pretty really fit people that I'm running around and I'm looking and I'm looking at everyone's gait and I'm like, her left hip is tight. <laughs> she's, she's got what I got over there. That guy's right oh, hip man. is a little, oh, this person is pronating too much. Like, what? But you, you kind of look around and but you you take in from all these people and try and really evolve and become better and i think it's a i think it's a cool thing yeah no but i did i was running and thought to myself it's a beautiful day it's a beautiful day to be alive it's a beautiful day to be healthy and it was awesome and that no you know wasn't out there to pr wasn't out there for anything and just thought you know what let's just run let's just run and be and B, that's what it's about. It, it's a hobby for a lot of people. Yeah. For us, it's a, it's something that we really enjoy. Like you feel like it's very transcendental. You're, Absolutely. You're kind of like at one with the universe because there's nothing else. You and you. It, yeah. It's you against yourself. That's it, it. You can't run with a pacer. You can't talk to a person if you're really, you know, doing this for right. for you. It's it's very individual. That's, that's one of the things that's always fascinating to me. Like you, that, how the story of the race and how, like how it goes, like, you know, I might run with a certain person or near a certain pack or something like that for a long time, like an hour or mm-hmm. an hour and a half even, you know, and then like by the finish there, you know, by the, you know, close to the finish line, there's another, you know, group of people or, you know, where you're passing people or people coming back to you and, and like this, like the whole story of the race. Like I finished races and, 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 you know, for no other reason, like maybe even a day or two later, I'll be like, oh yeah, I wonder how that guy that I ran like for two hours with yeah. ended up, you know, like just, I don't know him. I don't know his name. People come up to me after the race and be like, thank you. I, I ran behind you for two hours. <laughs> and I'm like, it's really awkward, but yeah. they're, you know, they're Creep. like, it's they're like, great job. You, you, you with those, you know, colored socks on that I looked at for two hours straight. I'm like, but it's, it's a fun community. I it think. Is. And I did take a banana from a stranger. I did. Oh, nice. I was, I was gonna thinking, ask you if you had I was any thinking about random it. Food I did choices. I did see the well, I felt good this time. I didn't have any like major issues or anything, but um yeah, definitely I took a banana from a stranger. I did see the people with the Vaseline sticks. They're always a staple, <laughs> you know. It's that's it just makes me laugh. Like, cause hey, you want a Vaseline stick? Oh, absolutely. Thank God you have that Vaseline stick. Right. Side of the road. I don't know what I would have done without that. <laughs> Imagine if it wasn't a race and people were standing on the side like, of the street with Vaseline sticks. I've seen people like with signs and, and if you've never attended a race or, or, or run a marathon. And Parade. The, the, uh, yeah, the signs are, are very funny. People hold signs and things like that. But one of the signs says, uh, you know, if... Um, it's not. It's if it's on a stick, it's not goo. Goo is like the uh, the goos that you take during you know for for um, for sugar during the races. Uh, you know. You, oh, that's nasty. Yeah. So if it's on a if it's on a popsicle stick, it's not a goo. Uh, so that's uh, that's a funny one. Worst parade ever, I think, is the classic staple. Never. Never trust a fart in a marathon is uh-huh. another one I've seen. <laughs> There's a lot of... And sh- my family made me um, run the zombies chasing you, Mom. That was They've done that a couple yeah. times for... May the course be with you oh. was, was one that my family had uh, for me in New York a couple years ago. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I yeah. did... My sister actually and her family came 
and uh, I got to see them that's on awesome. the side of the road. They were in um, what mile? Twenty one. So what I told her that's what I said. I need. I don't need you. We can come at at the finish line. I said I don't need you at the finish line. <laughs> yeah. I said I need you like before then. So they actually did see me twenty one, and um, I felt bad. Normally I would go over and I made this mistake before, um, where I went over and like hugged my family and then missed time. Yeah. That I'm like. So yeah. I figured I'm like you would have definitely gone over three annoyed. Yeah, that would have been awful. Now, but <laughs> it's funny because I saw them and I and I did. I was looking for them and I came over and I slapped their hands and I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't talk because I think <laughs> I'm my PR." Like, and I laughed. I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. <laughs> but it was it was great. And then they they said they saw my sister said she came to like mile 26 and jumped out and I didn't and I'm you like, oh my god, her, yeah. and I didn't even see her because I was like, I felt good so i went for it the last mile you know but that's awesome hysterical i saw my family well i've seen them a couple times one one year in boston they were right on hereford so for those of you that that don't know i don't know that you go you go right on hereford left on boylston and then you're down the stretch so it's like a quick right uh you know off of com ave i think it is and then you right on hereford left on on Got Boylston, so I am like a half a mile away from uh, from longest half mile yeah, of your life. Yeah, exactly. And I make the turn, and I don't know why, but my eyes catch my brother and his two kids. He's got twin boys, Daniel and Henry, and they are. Henry is hanging over the barrier. Uncle Brian, like, like I could tell him, and I could see him from like a mile. And you were like Superman to them at that point. (laughs) Yeah, I I think. Um, And it was like, uh, and here I am with my KT tape and my high socks. Uh, (laughs) They made a difference. They really did. I, I think so. And, uh, you know, just coming, you know, down and I saw them and they saw me and it was like, then you turn and you could see the finish line and, and, and marathons are different. I mean, marathons are, are different. I've been in a, a bunch of five K's and half marathons and all sorts of other races. And it's rare that I'll shed a tear, uh, in any other race that, a, but a marathon. And I've done it, you know, whether it's my first one and, you know, I think about all the things that I've overcome in my life and things like that. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, my first marathon was a disaster. Uh, that's on another podcast. Uh, and then you uh, finished. Uh, no, I finished. Didn't die. no, I finished. I finished. I did not Winning. die. Yeah. No, I got that medal. Uh, I went back the next year and I kicked the crap out of the Marine Corps marathon. So, uh, that I was, cried at that one. There's a whole yeah. mile where they, where the soldiers fam, like the families yeah. of the soldiers that have that have passed away and they hold American flags for like oh. a mile and a half. I, yeah, I started like tearing up and then if you tear up as you run, you hyperventilate. So I'm like, <laughs> Christine, you can't cry. You right. can't cry. It's a, yeah, that's a so, rough one. Sometimes, you know, yeah, Marine Corps Marathon's amazing. I've, I've done that one twice. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, all the water stops are manned by Marines. Yes. And they And are, some of them are really hot. They off. Well, <laughs> take your word for it. I, uh, I, they offer just the right kind of encouragement at times. You know, they're Marines. And the end. Tell and them at the everything's end. positive, right? All these guys, you run through the water stops, everything's positive. At the end, well, very appropriately, what's the last quarter mile like of the Marine Corps Marathon? Uphill? It's like straight uphill. <laughs> it's like you're climbing. Like I, I'm And then there's a ramp. Yeah, no, it's like people like have to put their hands down on this on the, on the the ground to get up this hill at the end. But they're it's, all walking. It's, it's yeah. the Marine Corps Marathon. It's, it's appropriate. And, uh, but then you get your medal from a Marine. Wait, remember this? It's the, um, right up the last hill at the Marine Corps Marathon is, is the seals or the whatever shoulder to shoulder yelling at you. And they're like, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's wild. You're like, I'll I'll go faster. I promise. Yeah. And then I've had tears of 
agony and pain. One year in New York, I said, there was a sign that says a half a mile left in the race. I said, like, F you, a half a mile left. I can't even enjoy it. Like, just get, I can't believe I had to run more at that point. But that was a good day. That was a good day. It did. I did think of you because at the end of Chicago, it said 800 meters left. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then I'm like, where the hell is the sign for the 400 meters left? (laughs) Like, just, it was the longest 400 meters. And then there's another sign that says, 200 meters left and I'm like I'd like to take that sign and shove it somewhere it was the longest 200 meters ever but it's you're mental like yeah it's all mental all the right. stuff we're talking about is very mental and I mean we love it because it's a challenge other people enjoy different challenges but hopefully you can get you know an idea of some of what we do and running a marathon again yeah a lot of training goes in and a lot of hard work and when you roll up though it's there's nothing like it. I tell people, if you've never run a race like this, yeah. or really tried to do something you never thought that you could possibly do, it is so powerful. To cross that finish line, I, I tell people, do it. Do, because the second you cross that first finish line and get that medal, yeah, it's all about you. There's no one throwing a big parade for you. There's no one at work on Monday that's going to be like, oh yeah. my gosh, over the loudspeaker. <laughs> it's so individual. And I thought oh, that that yeah. was, you know, as the first time I ran one, that growing up playing sports, you always, oh, you're celebrating with a group of people. Yeah. Th- there is no group of people. It's you. And it's so damn empowering right. to be like, I don't care if anyone knows what I just did. I'm after I run, I don't really talk about it. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm, I just, I know what I, I wear did. The, I wear the medal around that day. If I'm I wear flying the medal. home or something like that, I'll wear the medal. I thought wearing the medal would get me a better seat and it did <laughs> not. So I was not super happy about that. I was going to say that like for me, the, you know, the finishing and, and the marathon itself and the, like the actual race is like, you know, the culmination of all the mm-hmm. hard work that I've done leading up to that race. But what the hell would you know about that? Um, <laughs> And with that, I'm picking on her. I know, I right? Kid because I care. Oh my gosh, uh, she's she's perfect. Oh uh, my gosh. You know, so, um, with that, let's play. What the f? All right, you're asking me today. I'm asking you. Okay, we did a lot of planning for this. A lot of way. planning. I think I wrote it down mm-hmm. um, five minutes into the podcast. But we're gonna play today. WTF? What the finish line? Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a good one. That's a good F. It's a good F. That's what a the good finish F because line? there's so many good Fs, and that's a really good one. Right. Yeah. And I feel like Fs. it's appropriate yeah. considering the podcast that we just okay. did. Okay. All right. Go for it. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> and I can't imagine what you're going to ask because there's some good what the finish line things that happen to people. All right. What the finish line? What is uh, How many marathons have you run? I've, I believe that was 25. That's your 25th marathon? I think so. Are you kidding me? 24, 25. That's crazy. She is crazy. <laughs> How many of them did you train for? I've <laughs> never done a running program. I don't even know oh exactly gosh. what a running program consists of. I know that I go out and run when I can, and I might do one long run, which would be anywhere from 15 to 20 miles, and then maybe like a, a shorter, longer run. Like maybe that one. She does a lot of middle mid range yeah. runs. You do like a lot of eight lot milers, of like six, ten milers, six milers. No, not even six. Six. I'd say so, six. All right, we're gonna write all this down. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. 
and, this, and we talked about it. I've been talking does, cause, to cause Brian. Quite frankly, if I didn't have to run so much, I want in. All right. So uh, it's just a side note. You tell me 25. Uh, Meb Kovleski, our friend from Boston that uh, that we met on the on the Charles we're River like, that yeah, day. We're yeah, we're totally close BFF. with him. Uh, we're we got to call him up and get him on. We're him. on a single name basis yeah. with Meb. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's running his 26th and final competitive marathon in New York this year. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that'll Maybe be Maybe we son. should go up so and high five him with two our are like you you you're right now you're yeah. you're on the same plane with Meb 25. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Just what like the this. F? What the fit? What is your uh favorite finish line? Well, I mean the first one, the first one just because I never thought that I could run a marathon. Which, I, which marathon? That was, was that? Atlantic City Atlantic in City. 2011. Um, however, I have to say, when I ran Savannah, You've run 25 marathons in <laughs> six years. <laughs> um, what the, so what the f? <laughs> because it's like a hobby. It's kind of whatever. Um, so, but then in Savannah last fall, I came in second. So that was the coolest thing because you got a bicycle person uh-huh. that literally bikes you probably like. I don't know, mile 16 all the way to the finish. I had a bicycle, a personal bicycle person that was like, can I hold your gel? Can I get you water? Can I? And I'm like, I thought that I was being kicked out of the race, but it was really, um, that was the coolest thing because they rode with me um, to the finish. I wouldn't admit that. And that what? They didn't hold they didn't, your gel. They, they didn't, didn't carry anything. They didn't carry anything. No, it was really so I didn't get lost. Is <laughs> okay. what it was. But right. they offered, and I was like, so so that was the rock and roll marathon. That was a rock Savannah, and roll Savannah, which Savannah. is cool. Because so then they like, second place finish. You know, because then they interviewed you. Like Christine the newspapers Conte. interview you as soon as you go in. They right. take your picture, and then they let you go to the VIP tent. Yeah, and you blah, know. Blah, blah. So I'm like, yeah, it never know. happen again. But I'll take it. Yeah, you know, but. they interview you. And uh, well, you want to hear the best part of that? Yeah. They interview me, and they're like, you know, uh, this is the newspaper guy, and he's like, so here's me rolling in, like, oh, do 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 do, like, what do you do to to train? Are you did you run in college? And I was like, no, I played volleyball. And they're like, well, what was your goal today? And I kid you not, I go, well, you know, my goal is like not to die. Okay, <laughs> and I was like, no, really, like I just wanted to run well. Well, they quoted me in the paper, like, oh, well, you know, like not to die because yeah. I'm like a jokester. Yeah. yeah, the year before it was really hot, and someone actually died. Oh, talk about taking your foot, like yeah. your shoe off, and shoving it down your throat. I didn't. I was like joking around. I didn't yeah. know they're gonna put that in there. Yeah, I'm, like, you're in Savannah. What do you? How the heck are you? Oh my god, to not to die. Great. Oh my god, fantastic. Sorry, family, whoever that was. I didn't mean it. What is the fastest finish line that you've crossed? Well, the one that I just did. That, that was it. That was it. The, that three oh nine fifty nine. Just hoping to PR. Can't stop and talk that to you, family. It. I'm sorry. Well, I gave him high fives. I ran no, over no, no, and gave good. him high fives. And the worst is, I'll stop for anybody. Is that I didn't run my tangents in Chicago because I didn't know the race. Yeah. That's why you should look at the race course and don't yeah. follow me. I ran twenty five point or twenty six point five. Yeah, that's, was my that's watch. very normal. That's very too normal. Much, too much. Yeah, they uh, that that that's like it's, it's impossible annoying. to run the shortest point that they measure, and, and I think that they probably measure them all a little bit long. Like I know New Jersey totally is like way long. I think it's like twenty six really? and a half miles. Yeah. Okay, that's not right. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not, but I think that they do it. I think they'd rather be long than short. Is the the idea with that? Nobody likes a short race. All right. We give me we give me what I paid for, you know. Um. So fantastic, and tell us what you do. When you cross the finish line. Okay, so when I cross the finish I'm not going to get upset. All right, so um, when I cross the finish line, I high-five at the finish line because I high-five my dad. That's it. That's the marathon. 
That's what you do. It's Why do you make me tear up? Seriously. Make me tear up. Because. So anyway, my, so since my dad passed away, I high five him and I say, great race, dad. That's right. He, at least whenever I need him, he's, he's there. You know what, though? You have to admit that when you're, when you're racing, you go through a lot of emotions. And totally. it's, whether it's health or why am I doing this or am I, you know, like Brian said, like you take time away from your family. Is this stupid? Should I? Like you have yeah. all these weird emotions of who am I? Like why, why is this person doing it? And yeah. and you think like, oh, I really, I'm healthy enough to do this. And one of my favorite sayings of a million of them, but one day I'm not going to be able to do this. Today is not that day. Today is not that day. It's not that day. That's right. So you, you know, even when my watch wasn't working, Brian told me, think of me at mile 23. Well, meanwhile, I'm sitting here like <laughs> my watch isn't working. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I, and Brian says to run like even splits. Like, I hope I'm doing that. I said that, I said that specifically. Like, oh. Think of me at 23 because I did you know, pick it up. Screw you, you effing mother <laughs> F. <laughs> or, all right, Brian, I, I got Brian with me here. You I picked know? it up. Picked right. it up. I knew he was. I knew he was like, "Come on, Christine." I was probably at that point screaming at you <laughs> and uh, s- uh, several other people that I was tracking at the Chicago Marathon on my computer screen. I had the race on, uh, you know, the TV, and I had the app up on my computer. And there's like a little running person, and there. Had I known, I would have been map. much more nervous there's if you had map. all this. Uh, you haven't lived until you've uh, screamed at a computer screen, a little running person that's. Christine, <laughs> get in there. You should have Facebook Live. I would have loved to see what that looked like. That I think setup. I, have, I think I have a picture. Oh yeah, oh it was like gosh. it was like Mission Control. <laughs> the whole the whole setup. Like a, you should have broken out the flux capacitor I mean, I, and like the podcast yourself. I, listen, I am very good. I, I went for a run that morning, so I had the app, and I had you and like I said, a couple other people were were. Um, I had uh, I was tracking them. And uh, so I get to my car after my run, and I'm like, all right, Christine's through 10K. You know, we're good. It's an hour difference, so, like, my run, it was good. I said, all right, I'm going to make it home. I turned it on. I watched the, the you know, I watched the elites uh, run. They had great showing. American won it. Galen Rupp, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he ran he ran 209, Christine. Damn it. He ran 209. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he made it look easy, too. And then uh, the, the uh, woman, Jordan Hesse, uh, she was, uh, she's an American woman. She came in second, yeah, second, and ran the second fastest time in American history, woman history. So, uh, not bad. Not no, bad for no, a no, day. No, 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 not a bad run. The 220, Windy City. 221, I think she ran. Awesome. Crazy, crazy. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's, um, it was great. It was a it was a good showing, but yeah, I have the computer on and the the TV on, and uh, I yell at a computer screen. I always swear I would never be like one of those guys that would yell at a, a, mm-hmm. a TV of horse racing, like the OTB guys. I said, man, that's, that's, that you you got problems when you're yelling like that. But uh, but here I am yelling at Conti on the uh, on the on the Chicago Appreciate marathon it. course. Appreciate it. Got the energy from <laughs> go to the whip. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Well. I I I gotta tell you, congratulations! Thank you. It was an amazing run. I'm happy to know you. <laughs> I want to know more about the style of yours, and uh, you know, I think that there's probably something in between for both of us that'll help us both get a little bit faster. Experiments, experiments. Yeah. So the next the next race we'll recap is maybe Philly after uh, Brian goes and I yell at the screen as well. Maybe. So. Exciting. Exciting times. Yeah. All right. So I'm Christine Conti. And I am Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We're where it's at. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon.